Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan, Wonder Chapter Edition. Today, our Wonder Chapter is Genesis Chapter 4. And as usual, let's begin off with a word of prayer. Almighty loving God, thank you for the gift of this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. And thank you for the gift of provision. Thank you for the gift of every small thing that you've done for us. Father, may you forgive us when you have gone wrong, where we've offended you, where we have not been capable of doing what you have designed us to do that may you forgive us forgive us our wrongs we place our we place this time into your hands that father as we come here to share may you let us learn something new and let us get where to apply to pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen well today genesis chapter 4 that's our wonder chapter. As usual, start off by reading. And I'll see what I understand from there. And we pick up from there. Right? Cain and Abel. So today, stories about Cain and Abel. I think you all know who Cain is, who Abel is. If we do not know, well, you're about to find out Cain and Abel. Adam made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from some of his firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. But on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you did not do what is right, sin is crunching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I do not know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? Then the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the garden. Now you have under cursed and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hands. When you walk the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Then say to the Lord, my punishment is more than I can bear. Today you're driving me from the Lord, and I'll be hidden from your prison. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain, so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence 
and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife. She became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city. To Enoch was born Erod, and Erod was a father of Mesuel, and Mesuel was a father of Methuselah, and Methuselah was a father to Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was a father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was a father of all who played string, instruments, and pipe. Zillah also had a son, Jubal Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Jubal Cain's sister was Nama. Lamech said to his wife, Adan Zillah, listen to me, wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain's vengeance is seven times, then Lamech's seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son named and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. Wow. So that is our wonder chapter for today. Yes. Too many kids. Just <laughs> filled with making love, giving birth. But let's go to what? Let's go. Let's, let's go to work. What brought us here? Amen. So what's what's the moral of the story? What do I learn? So the first thing that comes in my mind is that the Lord accepts all offerings that we take to him. The Lord does not despise any offering. And some of you will be like, but first wait, hold up. Yes, I'm holding up. Cain's offering was rejected. Oh, wait, wait, before you even say rejected. Was it rejected? It was not. Though the Lord did not find favor in it. Like it all depends on the version of the Bible you are using. But most versions I've seen bring paint an image that the Lord did not reject Cain's offering, but he just didn't find favor in it. Amen. So what, what's the difference? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to insinuate? All I'm trying to say is give the Lord your best and he will reward you. Let's listen. Let's listen to this. But Abel, that's verse 4. But Abel, actually, verse 4 is my favorite verse of this chapter. But Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of his firstborn of his stock. And the Lord looked with favor on Abel at his offerings. Amen. That just shows if we take time to give the Lord our best. Now some of you be like, I did not have sheep. I did not have something to offer. Well, we're not talking about materialistic offerings. We're talking about any form of offering. 
give the Lord your best. That's that's to me that's the main lesson for today. Give the Lord your best. You could be offering, say your voice in church, give the Lord your best. You could be offering, for example, to sweep the classroom or to clean your office space. Whatever the scenario, whatever the case, as long as you are doing it for the glory of of the kingdom, as long as you're doing it for the purpose of the kingdom, today we are being told to give the Lord our best portion. Amen. But what happens if we didn't give the If we just give the Lord, just give. Just. See, I that word just is really a, a mind-blowing word when it comes to religion and all that stuff. If we just offer to the Lord, then we, we shall find no favor. He's going to receive your offering. Why? Because the Lord accepts every single thing that we give him. However small, however big it is. The Lord always accepts them regardless. However small, however big it is, he accepts it. Because that's his nature. He's a, he's a loving, he's an understanding, he's a passionate being but that doesn't mean we should familiarize with him that doesn't mean we should look for leftovers and give him you have decided to give some time to the lord then why not give him your best amen if you say i'm going to read my bible for like 10 minutes a day why don't you give him his 10 minutes not reading your bible as you're watching tv then some notification comes on your phone, you want to check. That's not, you're, you're doing the cane, you're being cane-like, amen? You're not being able-like. If you say, I'm going to give the Lord 10 minutes of my time every day, let 10 be 10 undisturbed time. Valuable. Add value to what you're going to give the Lord Amen. And at the end of the day, you, I, everyone shall see that ABC has really found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. And I just want you to look at this. Last time, we saw the Lord looking for Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. So now this time we're seeing the Lord looking for Abel. He asked Cain. By the way, the Lord knew what has happened. I, I don't know. I think how compassionate and how merciful and how sweet the Lord is. That on top of knowing what had happened, he wanted to hear Cain's side of the story like it's still my it's baffling it's just beyond i don't know if you don't get it forget about it i don't i don't know it's just something it's just something about the lord that just 
Trust me, the Lord knew where Abel was, but because he wanted to hear Cain's side of the story, what does he do? He gives him the podium. He gives him space. And what does our boy Cain do? I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you must be your brother's keeper. And as Christians, never let your Christian brother, your Christian sister go astray when you are watching. Because the Lord will ask you, Matthew, where is John? You left John in a club. You left him drunk. But you're going to be like, I don't know what John is. I don't know. I don't know. Is that the side of the story you're going to tell the Lord? Be your brothers. Keep Take care of each other. Always be there for each other, regardless. And by the way, if we look back, why did Cain kill Abel? Because he was filled with guilt. He was guilty that he had not found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So that filled him with rage. I told you, like, guilt is something very dangerous. Guilt is something. Guilt will keep you. Guilt will distance you from God. It will break your relationship with God. And that's what guilt does. Amen? So, because Cain is filled with guilt, that... He had not presented the best for the Lord and that he had not found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Guilt fills him with rage. And what does rage force him to do? Kill his brother. And when God who sees everything and knows everything asks for his side of the story, what does he say? I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? But then it plays it cool. You know, cast of a cool God. I don't know about you, but yes, my Lord is cool. His understanding is compassionate, sweet, everything, every positive thing that you can say. He lets Cain talk. You see, I don't know. I'm a his brother's keeper. But then he tells him, he tells him the fact of the matter. He tells him the truth. He says you have blood on your hands. And that's something, that's another thing that I love about our Lord. He's a truthful God. He will tell you the truth. He will call a spoon a spoon. Another thing that I want to really pick from this is that let the Lord revenge on your behalf. Let the Lord avenge for your cause. Amen. The Lord does not let his sheep go astray. He does not let his people go just like that. I told you, you are precious to him. In the eyes of the Lord, I've always told you, you're not just you. You're something else. You're something special. You're part of him. And that's when Cain killed Abel. That's a different story. The Lord had to go and look for Abel. The God... Because Abel was one of his own. 
and so many things happen. And then how does this relate to us? Well, well, in one way or another, we are all kings. And Abel is like that inner spirit that the Lord gave us. We are all kings. Every time that we do something that contradicts our purpose, that distances ourselves from God, we are killing that inner being. In one way or another, we are Cain. Amen. When you watch your brother go astray, you are Cain. You're killing Adam. When you do not follow the rules that were given, the Lord's, the commandment, you're killing that inner spirit that the Lord gave you. You're killing your inner Abel. Amen. It's just not physical. It's just not physical. You can be like, I've never mothered. I've never murdered anyone. No, I've never killed, never held a bullet, never held a gun, spear, or nothing. I've never killed anyone. I can't be king. Well, you're killing your inner Abel one way or another. And the Lord is just so, so, so compassionate, merciful, gracious, that after he was, after he gave Cain, his punishment, he was still willing to listen to Cain. That's just a funny thing. The same way he was still willing to listen to Adam, he's still willing to listen to Cain. Cain says, I'm going to be killed. Lord says, no, no one will kill you. And the Lord gives Cain a second chance to go and start his family. Because we serve a merciful, compassionate God who will always give us a second chance regardless of what we do. So why don't you take that chance? Amen. Why don't you take that chance? That's a question. Why don't you take that chance? Why don't you take that chance? God still cares. And that's something that I want you to learn. And in the end, what happened? Adam and Eve have lost a son, Abel. But verse 25, you see God giving them a new child called Seth. Seth. Some of you are called Seth. After losing Abel, God gives them safe. What does this show? God will always restore what is yours. Like he will always restore what is yours. You don't even have to worry. God will always restore what is yours. If it's meant for you, God will always bring it back, no matter how many times you lose it. That's something that I want you to pick. As I want you to get time, sit down, read Genesis chapter 4. What do you understand? What do you pick from it? 
I've always told you, God can use one word to send a thousand messages. Tell us what you have learned. Email us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com. Tell us what you have learned. You can send us a direct message on Instagram, dailygracewithalan. Or you can send us um, an audio message via Anchor. I want to listen from you. Tell us those testimonies. Tell us any story you have listened to today's sharing. Almighty life, God, I thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of everything. Wonderful, just where we have gone wrong. Father, for all the times that you have killed our inner abdos, for all the times that you have committed sins, for all the times that you have not been there, for all the times that we have not offered you our finest pieces. Father, may you forgive us. May you fill us with your spirit of right judgment. And we ask that may you always bless us. May you bless the work of our hands that we shall always present our finances to your table. We feel this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen.